righty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays podcast. Brian Catino here with Dom Fierro. What is going on, Dom? Nothing much. Ready to get going. I mean, I already got my bets in for tomorrow night. A little exciting week one we got going here. Uh, it's exciting. Finally, football is back. Obviously, I watched a little college football over the weekend and got me pumped to finally have my weekends now devoured by football. I mean, yeah, as we're recording this, we are roughly 25 hours away from, from kickoff between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. I mean, and then, you know, you, you, you hear that kickoff and you automatically just flash back to when the Texans had a 24 nothing lead and then Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs roared back and won the game by 20 freaking points yeah (laughs) it's i mean just thinking i mean it doesn't even seem like i don't know about how you feel about it but it doesn't seem like the super bowl even happened this year you know like i feel like the super bowl for the chiefs was like two years ago i that's just how long it's been so i'm excited to finally have football back I mean, it's just we just went so long without sports, and then all the sports are just happening at the same time. And then, like, football got, like, lost. We were, you know, like, basketball playoffs were happening, NHL playoffs, MLB season was, you know, doing a short – is doing a short sprint to the end, and you're like, oh, there's golf on, horse racing, and then now it's football. It's like they're still all being played at the same time. It's crazy, but – I'm super excited that it's back, man. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch football tomorrow night. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, tonight's podcast will be the AFC North as well as the NFC North, as you are uh, a knockoff Green Bay Packers beat writer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've I've followed them quite a quite a lot more than I would like to to mention um, on Twitter this training camp so i do know a good amount about what's going on in green bay nowadays well that's that's why you're here dom that's exactly why you're here um if we only get some guys to help us out from the you know the western divisions we'd uh, we'd be locked and loaded here at sneaky plays oh yeah all right anyway um we'll start with the afc north because it um you know we'll, we'll finish with the packers at the end of the podcast um afc north this year it's going to be interesting. Um, four teams that are, I don't know what to say. Uh, I know last year we pretty much called it that the Browns and the Bengals were both going to stink. And mm-hmm. we were right. And then I was high on the Steelers, and I believe you were high on the Ravens, and you were right about that. So um, this year, I mean, Steelers are healthy now, man. Those are healthy, so it's not a gimme for the Ravens, man. It's not a gimme. Yeah, uh, I think kind of the same thing we thought last year. I think these the Bengals and Browns, just overall as the division, are going to be the bottom two teams, in my opinion. Uh, and the Ravens and Steelers, I, I see a good battle coming up here for, you know, 17 weeks to try to get these teams in playoffs. I, was, I would like to think that both of them will probably make it to the playoffs, but we'll get into that as we dive in team by team. Yeah, all right, let's start with the Browns. Um, last year, I mean, we both we both shat on them basically yeah. in the lightest term that I could possibly use because really we I mean we stuck it to them, um, and we were spot on. I mean, everyone was hyped about OBJ and Jarvis and you know Baker, and it's like the Browns have always been the Browns. You know, 
their their highest finish in the division was second place in the last 20 years, and that was in 2007. Like, <laughs> they're just not a good football team, you know? And people get on me about the Jets, and I'm like, you know, the, the, the Jets haven't been good in the last 10 years either, but, I mean, they've won the division. You know, they were in the AFC wildcard game. They were in the AFC championship game, you know, once or twice. Twice, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Browns, it's just like, they're just a terrible franchise. So, and I knew last year with all the hype, it was going to be bad. And they were, you know, they were a circus most of the time. They really mm. were. Um, between them, you know, Miles Garrett and, I mean, everything. That, that team was a circus. Um, you know, last year uh, they were 22nd in points for and 20th in points against. And all preseason last year. Everyone was like, they're going to be top 10 in scoring, top 10 defense. They Look at all the names they got. And, you know, me and you, we just didn't believe any of it. And I'm going to not completely double up, but I'm going to almost double up and say they're not going to be that good again this year. Um, I think they may, may take a step up in both categories, but I still think they're in the bottom half of the league in both. I don't know what you think about the Cleveland Browns in regards to both offensive and defensive production overall. No, I 100% agree. Uh, I see this team giving up a lot of points on the defensive end. They're just just an average you know, defense. They're not anything special. They, the, Miles Garrett, I get he's a great player, but what is he really – you know, he can't just win games by himself on defense. They need to have better defense than they do. And this offense and is just average too. I mean, this year was this Baker Mayfield's third year now. So this is the year he's really got to kind of nut up or shut up because he's going to want a new contract eventually, right? Usually it's four years after you get a new contract. This is the year. He's now been a starter for two years. There's no excuse for him to go out and play poorly, especially now he's, you know, you got Odell Beckham still there. You got Jarvis Landry still there. Austin Hooper, they added in the offseason at tight end, who, who, which I do like. I do really like that they added him. I think Austin mm-hmm. Hooper is a tremendous tight end, even though he's been injured the last you know, year or two, but I do really like him there. But he's got the weapons. It's time to nut up or shut up. You know, Nick Chubb is still there with uh, second year, so if he can kind of have the year that he had last year, the running game is going to be fine. It's going to be a matter of if Baker Mayfield can throw the ball and if there are going to be off-field off issues or sideline issues or whatnot, and it's just not a circus this year. That's, that's really what's going to propel the Browns to – probably a better season, maybe even a second place finish. I don't think they'll get to a second place finish. I think they'll finish third, but it's going to be, is it going to be a circus this year between the team and the coaching staff and this and that and GMs getting fired, coaches getting fired, or are they going to put together week by week, a good football team and go out and compete? That's going to be the difference. Yeah. So um, I think a big thing is Stefanski coming in from the Vikings. And we both know that the Vikings are basically you know, we're not going to take your shit kind of program. Yeah. And I wonder if Stefanski's going to bring a little bit of that in. Um, so I think the offense might be a little more disciplined. The team might be more disciplined in general, um, which is a good thing for them, especially when you have a lot of knuckleheads on the team. <laughs> need some discipline. Um, and then you, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's, this year comes down to Baker. Can Baker make plays, stop being fidgety in the pocket, sit in the pocket and make throws at OBJ down the sideline, make throws to uh, Jarvis over the middle, Hooper near the end zone. You know, they got weapons, man. So 
Baker needs to really have a good season, man. And I, I have faith in him throughout his over the course of his career. I don't know if he's going to be in Cleveland, man, but I do think he's a starting NFL quarterback. So he really does need to prove that this year. Um, and then in, in regards to the running game, I mean, between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I mean, th- those are two of the top running backs in football, and mm-hmm. they have both of them. And, I mean, they just signed Kareem Hunt, so you know they have faith in him as, as a runner and as a pass catcher out of the backfield. So, I mean, the weaponry here is, is absurd. Um, then they add Austin Hooper, who I think is, you know, a guy that you need to keep him on your fantasy radar for, you know, daily fantasy and whatnot. So, I mean – I like the weapons. Um, don't have a, a lot of faith in the defense. I do. I do think they'll make plays from time to time because uh, they're athletic. But as far as being, you know, uh, a great defense, they're not going to be there. Um, so I mean, I have this team pegged at eight and eight. Just, just a, a mediocre, you know, football team that I don't think is going to take a giant step forward like they were projected to do last year and this year. I think they're going to be. Similar to last year, win some games, um, you know, and then lose some games that they shouldn't. So eight and eight is what I got them at. Yeah, I got them at seven and nine. I think mostly because I took them at the under. I think they're under over under was seven and a half. I took them at the under. Um, I haven't seen it going seven and nine. I do agree that this team, like you said, needs you know, needs structure. It needs discipline. It needs all these things. Uh, Kareem Hunt, but Kareem Hunt's another guy. You hope. You know, he's had off-the-field issues in the past. You hope he's not part of the circus. You hope he's an actual player who comes in ready to play every week and there's nothing off the field that's going to take him off this team or off the football field or create just giant media attention, uh, attention, you know, on the Browns. And then, like I said, Austin Hooper, great pass-catching tight end. I have a feeling he'll have a slow start, uh, but I think by the end of the year he'll be up there in – catches and yardage and have a bunch of touchdowns uh and if Baker can use him he that opens up the game from Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham this is what this is why I think Baker needs to have that big year uh but I do agree with you I do think Baker is a starting quarterback I like Baker Mayfield you know and if you watched early last year I remember it was a game against the uh the Rams it was Sunday Night Football it came down to the last play the Rams had just won you know went to the Super Bowl the year before so I do think Baker has it. He just got to put it together. That's all he has to do. Yeah, I, I agree. And, um, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Let's move on to the Bengals, um, who have been a team that's been getting some hype this year. Um, not completely sure why, because they were garbage <laughs> last year. Um, but, yeah, so last year, uh, 30th in points for and 25th in points against. Um, in other words, that's freaking terrible. So, um, where are you at with the Bengals? I know AJ Green is healthy. Joe Burrow has come in now. They just signed Joe Mixon. Um, but it's still the Cincinnati Bengals, just like it's still the Cleveland Browns. So, that's where my head's at. Where's your head at? I totally agree. Um, I actually will use this kind of comparison. Uh, the Bengals this year will be like the Browns were in Baker Mayfield's rookie year. Uh, I know Joe Barrow's going to start probably right away, and Baker Mayfield obviously didn't start right away. It was until week three until he came in for Tyrod Taylor and then, you know, started the rest of the games. But I think this team will win, you know, they'll win four games, five games maybe. Maybe, you know, I would say three to five range. But I think this team's a long way away from 
even competing week by week. Um, I'm really curious to see what Joe Burrow does because I think he's a tremendous QB talent. But I hope that he lives up to kind of the hype of being a number one overall pick. You know, obviously in college he tore it up, but we don't know what he'll be like in the NFL, obviously, and especially coming from an SEC program, a lot of differences in NFL and college. Um, I do like Joe Mixon still at running back. You know, I think he's one of the top probably 15 running backs in the league. Um, and if he can stay healthy, I know he's had some games where he, you know, gets banged up, takes, you know, he has to sit a game or whatnot. But, uh, you know, I do like him still. This receiver course, though, I really like them. You know, A.J. Green, if he's healthy, he's probably a top 10 wide receiver. You know, he hasn't, he's been, hasn't been healthy the last few years, so it's kind of sucks for him. Uh, Tyler Boyd, two years ago, was one of the top, like, like I think, fantasy wide receivers in the game. In the game. Uh, and then John Ross, obviously, I don't even know if he's still on the team. I thought he, I saw he got cut or something like that. But yeah, he's practice squad, I believe. Yeah, I, I saw that. But uh, you know, and then T Higgins, T Higgins, they drafted uh, out of Clemson. He's a really good guy. Uh, if they, like I said, I think this team is like the Browns a few years ago, win three to five games, give up a lot of points, but maybe you get you luck into maybe a win. You beat some legit teams. Maybe maybe you beat the Browns once. Maybe you are competitive against the Steelers once. Maybe you luck into a win there. But I don't see them really doing anything much this year. Yeah, so, um, I mean, first of all, welcome back, A.J. Green. Hopefully he can have uh, a full, healthy season. Um, yeah. You know, last year I drafted him in some fantasy leagues, and he just completely disappointed everybody. I mean, it was just – He's like, uh, he's like, oh, I'll be back week six. Oh, week eight. Oh, week 10. Uh, week 12. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, you know, maybe it's for the better. Maybe just last year he was like, hey, we're going to freaking suck. Why am I going to go out there and risk, you know, my foot being injured? You know, we're going to come in last place. We're going to get a quarterback. Maybe we'll be better next year. So, uh, you know, I mean, with A.J. Green fully healthy, like you said, top 10 is probably pushing it now, but. Um, you know, he's a top, he's a top tier wide receiver for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Parts of talent. He's, he's only 31 years old, if I'm not mistaken, he's mm-hmm. the same class as Julio. So, I mean, you know, he's right there in talent. And then Tyler Boyd, I think is solid as a number two receiver and T Higgins. We'll see, you know, how he translates his game to the NFL. Um, Joe Mixon is a stud. I love Joe Mixon. I think he's a hard nosed three down back. Um, I'm I'm super excited to see him ball out this year. Uh, And then Joe Burrow. So many people are just super hyped about Joe Burrow. And it's, to me, it's all recency bias. I mean, no one even knew who Joe Burrow was before last year. Mm -hmm. And all these people are like, I've been following Joe Burrow from Ohio State. He should have been the starting quarterback. It's like, no, you didn't because (laughs) he got freaking cut. He got cut from Ohio State. He was like he a four string. Yeah. He lost the job at Ohio State. So, yes, it's a great comeback story. He had a great college season last year. I, I just think LSU was a, a program that was just a step above everybody else. And that's why he was super successful. I mean, you saw the receivers that he had. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's, he's going to be a, a good quarterback in the NFL, but I'm not going to buy into it as a, as a rookie. I mean, we've seen the recent rookies. It's taken them a while. And, you know, I think he's going to be right there with that class of rookies where it's going to take him a few years. Um, so I'm not going to say Joe Burrow is going to change 
the you know flip the script for the Bengals. They're going to be a playoff team. It's just it's an absurd statement, um, especially with their defense too. Like I, I don't know. I just don't trust it. Um, and I felt like I was still generous with their record, and I gave them a six and ten record. Mm. Yeah, I see them going probably four and twelve. Uh, I don't see them winning many games. Like I said, between that three to five. Uh, and I think you hit the nail on the head about Joe Burrow. If I had to compare him to a guy who's currently in the league, it's Jared Goff. Some guy, you know, a guy who had a really good senior year enough to, you know, was this NFL style quarterback who, you know, I, Jared Goff got to the Super Bowl, had a great team that year with the Rams, but he has, you know, he was kind of mediocre last year. We don't know what this year holds, but I kind of see Joe Burrow as that same type of guy. Uh, you know, he could sling the ball, right? Throw the ball really well, but, is he is he going to end up you know in this spot where he can take this team you know and excel it year by year? Obviously, I don't expect much out of his rookie years. I think, like you said, he's going to be just on the same tier as all the rookies, right? Just like uh, you know we said about Herbert, right? If we see him starting by the end of the year, you know, Tua, I'm sure will be get will be starting by the end of the year. Uh, but I think Joe Burrow, you know, his best comparison is Jared Goff, and I really hope that. Uh, Joe Burrow exceeds that because I really like him, uh, you know, especially with the Bengals. And the Bengals are one of those teams, too, that every year they were in the playoffs, right? <laughs> every year they were like, oh, well, you know, they're not that great. And they were in the playoffs, right? And I want them to get back to that. But we'll see. We will see. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like Joe Burrow. And I, like I said, I think he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. But to just come in as a rookie after one good college season and – turn a team completely around an organization that is a miserable organization, by the mm-hmm. way, and could, and just turn it around. It's just not going to happen in one year. I maybe three years, maybe, mm. you know, especially with the Ravens and the Steelers being so good. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see it. All right. Speaking of those Steelers, let's move on to them. Um, last year, rough, rough with the injuries. They ended up on the offensive side of the ball. They ended up 27th in points for, and fifth in points against. So the defense was insane because the offense could barely be on the field. You know, mm-hmm. three and out, three and out, three and out. And here's their defense coming back, you know, giving three and outs the other way. So tough Steelers D, Big Ben comes back, hopefully with a you know, clean uh, bill of health, Juju, healthy. Um, Eric Ebron came over from the Colts as, as a tight end. They drafted Chase Claypool. Um, you know, James Conner needs to stay healthy. You know, what do you, what do you think about this Steelers team? Are, are they going to take a giant step forward? I mean, um, or, you know, they're going to be a similar football team to last year, not score that many points, but play, you know, lockdown D. I mean, the defense is there. Uh, I think the defense will be locked down one of the top defenses in the league. Still, they're way too talented to be anything less than a top five defense in the NFL. The offense, though, it's all going to – I think kind of like we said about the Browns where it all comes down to Baker, I think the Steelers, same thing. It all comes down to Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Juju, obviously great talent. James Conner, great running back. Eric Ebron is that guy who, you know, you really want to be good. He hasn't been good throughout his career mostly. Uh, but you really want him to kind of sh- – you know, and he and don't get me wrong, he'll, he'll catch a touchdown, but he may only have like 15 yards in the game. And – 
if the Steelers do one thing well, it's they really utilize their tight ends. Uh, but I see this offense kind of just being good. I don't know if it's enough to really push them to the top. Maybe to a, I think to a playoff, they'll definitely get there. Uh, but I do think that they won't win this division because the Ravens are loaded. Uh, but the offense, it's going to run through ben, Big Ben. Uh, and I think they will do well, but we'll see. I mean, Big Ben was hurt. Well, he had Tommy John last year, right? Or what did, yeah. what did he have? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Or, you know, something with his elbow. So it's all, I mean, if he, that's one of those things where you don't even know if he can throw the ball really well. So we'll see. But Juju, obviously, great talent. James Conner, love the guy. Uh, and I think he'll have another big year as he's had the last two years. Uh, and then Juju, you know, will get his targets. He'll get his touchdowns. He'll get his yards. Uh, you know, so other than that, there's really – this defense will be locked down. will keep him in a lot of games. So we'll see. I do think this team goes – probably going to lean 10-6. and six, uh, And I think they come in second in a division but make the playoffs. Yeah, so I want to – I'm sitting here and I was writing my notes on the Steelers and – I've been going, doing a lot of, you know, I have Juju everywhere in all my fantasy leagues because I really have complete faith in him coming back and being insane again like he was two years ago. Um, and I want to be completely all in on the Steelers. And I just, it's like scaring me to make that, um, I guess, you know, hot take and say mm-hmm. the Steelers are going to win the division. Like, I have a feeling that they have a shot. I just don't – I can't make that bold prediction that, you know, they're going to win more football games than the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So, you know, I really do like the Steelers this year. I think their defense is elite, uh, and I do think the offense – so, I mean, they were 27th in points for, and they went 8-8. Eight and eight. So, if they can jump up to 17th in points for, 16th, 15th, that area, just kind of, you know, around the halfway point, the average of the league, I mean, they're easily a playoff team at that rate. Um, you know, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to toss them with a record of 11-5. and 10-6 um, seems pretty accurate to me. 11-5, uh, that area for sure. I think they're going to win some big football games this year. They're going to surprise a lot of people in some, some big games. I think they split with the Ravens, um, which is going to be important down the stretch. And then for fantasy – uh, it's more of a second half of the season kind of feeling. Chase Claypool, you know, from Notre Dame, I mm-hmm. think is going to be an insane weapon com- coming down the stretch of the season. Once he starts to, you know, get familiar with the NFL-style offense and games and things like that, Chase Claypool is a freak freaking athlete. I mean, he was catching, you know, touchdowns from Ian Book from Notre <laughs> Dame at like an, an insane clip last year. So, um, if you can catch a duck from Ian Book, I think you can catch the ball from from Big Ben Roethlisberger. So, I like him as a as a you know dart throw in daily fantasy lineups in the second half of the year. Um, but yeah, eleven and five, second place in the division, which obviously leads to team that we think is going to be first place in the division. And that's the Baltimore Ravens. And you know, what's your overall take on the Ravens? Um, I mean, last year they were insane in the regular season, first in points four third in points against what's your overall thoughts final thoughts on the Ravens so just like the Steelers the defense is the top five in the NFL uh, I see them being maybe even top three in the NFL this year I don't think you know obviously that lost Earl Thomas to you know a bunch of issues they had going on but uh 
I don't see them really taking a step back. My big question is, can Lamar Jackson put it together again this year like he did last year? I think he's a legit quarterback, right? And I think he is perfect for today's modern-day NFL where you're running a lot of uh, RPOs, uh, a lot of play action, things like that. Guy's got legs for days and has an arm. But can he put it together again this year after a full year on tape? Uh, I think a lot of teams are going to be prepared for him, and I would love to see him throw the ball more, especially because J.K. Dobbins is, you know, the drafted him as you know, the running back position. Uh, Marquise Brown, a great talent. Mark Andrews, great talent, tight end. Uh, I really want to see Lamar Jackson kind of put that step together. And like I said, I think he throws the ball awesome. Um, you know, he's a legit quarterback in, this N- in the NFL. But I just feel like teams will be prepared for his legs this year, and I want to see him prove it more. And I think that's going to what's going to take them from, oh, well, we made the playoffs and got <laughs> and lost to the Titans to, hey, we're a legit Super Bowl contender. And that's going to be the difference, I think, this year for them. Yeah, I mean, so Lamar Jackson is just an insane talent. There's no knocks on him whatsoever. It's just NFL teams are also very smart. Mm-hmm. So we got to see, you know, if, if they put together game plans that can, st- that can hinder his ability to rush and, you know, and get rushing touchdowns, rushing yards. Um, I still think he's very successful again this year. Mm-hmm. Top five quarterback in the league, even if they do hinder his ability just because his ability to escape in and out of the pocket and make some throws. Um, you know, I do think his rushing touchdowns will be a little bit down. His rushing yards will be a little bit down. But I think he's going to be good enough um, to make big plays for the Ravens this year. Um, so, I mean, I would say maybe, you know, the Steelers, I think, I think that just like last year, the Steelers are going to stop the Ravens at least one time, you know, like just like they did last year, Um, you know, just with how good their defense is. Um, I mean, they play the Colts this year. I think their defense has a chance to, you know, slow down Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Um, And then other than that, I mean, the Texans aren't going to freaking slow him down. Um, You know, the Browns, Bengals, they're not going to slow him down. Uh, Eagles, probably not going to slow him down. He's going to run all over the Redskins. I mean, he's going to run all over the Giants. So, realistically, I would say there's maybe three or four games where he's going to be slowed down. And then can those other 12 games, can he really just put it to the other team and just dominate? And I think he can. So, I'm looking forward to it for him to do it back-to-back years and, you know, silence everybody. Um, the, The defense is going to stay stingy. And then for fantasy, other than Lamar Jackson, obviously, um, you know, people, you know, uh, almost forget about Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram had a solid year last year on the ground. They attack well on the ground, and I think he's going to have another big fantasy year. And overall record, I have him at 12-4, and four, and I can honestly see them being better than that. Yeah, that's kind of right where I had them around. I have them for – I bet them the over-under was 11.5. I bet the under, but I see them going 11-5. and five. Uh, but I definitely see them going 12 and four, 13 and three also. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head with Lamar Jackson is that NFL defenses are smart, but he is a legit guy. And I don't think it's going to slow him down this year because I do think he throws the ball really well. Uh, you just got to, it's going to be one of those games, one of those years that easy schedule, 
you know, this is the year to capitalize and make that push towards Super Bowl. And obviously this team is right there. You know, I couldn't see really any difference between them and the Chiefs last year. Honestly, it was just they ran into the Titans at the wrong time. You know, the Titans were hot. Uh, but I see this team really – I if Lamar Jackson throws that ball – throws that ball well at Mark Andrews. And for fantasy, Mark Andrews, I think, is one of the top tight ends, in, in my opinion. Uh, Marquise Brown, obviously, still up there. The long ball is awesome for him. This team is legit, and I really think they can make a Super Bowl run. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Definitely a Super Bowl run is in the cards. Um, and, yeah, so AFC North, I mean, I think the same as last year. We got Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. I don't really see it changing, man. Yeah, no, me either. Um, all right, let's move on to your area of expertise, the NFC North. And uh, we'll start with the Chicago Bears. Ah. Yeah, uh, let's just get them out of the way real quick because um, I want to throw up in my mouth talking about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they – they're the worst team to watch in football. <laughs> like, I'd actually rather watch the Bengals. I'd rather watch the Redskins because at least something exciting is going to happen in the game. The Bears, it's like, oh, our defense is going to stop you every single time. Uh, but our offense is never going to score. So here's the football back. And then we're going to lose 10-7. to 7. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just gross. Um, last year, you, you know, 29th in points for, I mean – and then fourth and points allowed. Um, and, you know, Trubisky gets the starting job over Nick Foles. I don't know what that means for Nick Foles as far as his skill set or if the Bears are just too afraid to admit that they made a mistake drafting Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Look, Mitch Trubisky is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm sorry. Uh, but – if you want to just kind of go back to our Ravens point where defense, you know, NFL teams are smart, they were smarter than the Bears last year, every single one of them that beat them because uh, they figured out their offense like it was that, right? I, I see Nick Foles starting by the end of the year. I think Mitch is there for tops five weeks. You know, I don't see Mitch doing good this year. And more, you know, it's more because he doesn't utilize his weapons. I mean, Allen Robinson at one point in his career was a top NFL receiver for the Jaguars, right? He is one of those guys, very talented, right? And he was underused last year. One of the top guys on the team, underused, right? Uh, I believe they got rid of Taylor Gabriel, who was one of those guys who was awesome in the red zone last year. Um, And David Montgomery and Tyree Cohen, who's going to be your running back? I hope they haven't figured it out. David Montgomery is obviously the better choice. And Tyree Cohen, as great a talent as he is, he's just not an every-down running back. You know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, he's smaller. He's a good pass catcher guy. But he's not an every-down running back. And I tried to do that last year with him, and he just didn't work. Uh, and they added one of my favorite additions from the Bears this year is Jimmy Graham. I mean, the guy's done. <laughs> what are you doing at tight end? I mean, the guy is done. He's gonna, The Packers tried it. You know, it just didn't work. You know, he's, he's just done. Uh, I see this team bottom bottom of the NFC North. Um, I don't even man, five and eleven, six and ten, maybe. Uh, 
I'm leaning more towards five and 11. And the defense is just, you know, the defense, everybody talked him up last year, and they got some talented, talented guys on there. But once you stop Khalil Mack, you stop this defense. Just plain and simple. Um, you know, Khalil Mack is a force to be reckoned with. Once you figure it out, it's done. The defense is done. And they're going to give up points, and I think they're going to lose a lot this year. So 5-11 and 11 is my final take. Yeah. Um, so 5-11 is my take as well. Um, just don't think they're a good football team. I, I do think Allen Robinson is still going to get his, no matter who's the quarterback. Um, and then a guy that to look out for is Anthony Miller. I think Anthony mm. Miller is going to get um, – he's going to take a huge step up as a number two receiver, and I think Nick Foles would be better for him um, than Trubisky. And I just I, – I don't know, man. I can't believe that they're just going to throw out Trubisky there for another year. It just doesn't make – any sense it's crazy like it's, you admit you made a mistake trade him for a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick right somebody could use a backup that's better than what they have you know and he's he yes mitch trubisky belongs in the nfl don't get me wrong with that with you know with that statement he can you know get out of the pocket make some plays with his legs can make some throws but as far as like you know just being a, a starting quarterback in the nfl it's just not there and I don't get why they keep punching themselves in the face year after year you know admit you make a mistake get rid of it get rid of the mistake that you made it just it baffles me so yeah Bears 5-11 and 11, um, I hate them this year alright yeah. let's <laughs> it's not going to be good on. for Chicago <laughs> let's move on they're going to give me an aneurysm talking about them um, alright Detroit Lions who you know can't say are that much better, um, but I actually kind of like them. I don't know why, um, but I love Matt Stafford, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., um, and, you know, last year they lost some really close football games. Their record could have been completely not opposite, but they, there was four games that they really could have won. I mean, they played the Chiefs better than anybody in, in the league mm-hmm. um, at one point. They they had a tie against the Cardinals. I mean, they just, you know, they were losing one possession football games left and right. I think they got, was it last year when they got robbed by the Packers, the refs in the Packers game? Or yes. Or different? Okay. Yeah, no, you were right. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, last year, 18th in points for league average. And then, you know, 26, in, you know, points allowed. Um, you know, their defense isn't going to be that great. And I don't think it's going to be that great this year. But I do think their offense is going to be pretty solid. I don't know what you think about the Lions this year. So the Lions, to me, are always a scary team for any NFC North team. If you're a fan of an NFC North team, the Lions are always are one of those, you know, those two games you play against them are always going to be games that are you know, nail-biters, kind of. You're worried about the Lions. Like, everybody thinks, oh, it's the Lions. You know, we'll beat up on them. But you don't. It's just how it is. Uh, the defense is going to give up points. It just They're not great. Uh, you know, they drafted that cornerback at Ohio State this year. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Jeff, whatever. Uh, Jeff O, we'll call him. Uh, so, I think the defense will get beat up this year. But the offense is talented. I mean, Marvin Jones Jr. still puts up points every week, right? But he's one of those guys, too, that, you know, if you're leaning toward him towards fantasy, he's one of those guys that 
one game I'll have 150 yards and two TDs, and the next week I'll have three catches for 25 yards, and that's it. Uh, so, you know, kind of stay out for him. I'm, you know, a fantasy, especially daily fantasy. Um, but, they, I mean, they added Adrian Peterson, who showed he can still run in Washington, for, you know, for the Washington football team now. Um, and I think he's a good talent. You know, obviously coming back to the NFC North, he knows what it's all about. It's hard knock football. Um, DeAndre Swift, they drafted him. Uh, I could see him getting some time this year. Uh, on Johnson, I think, is a stud. Uh, I don't know what you think about him, but I really think he's a good guy, you know, a good player for the, the Lions. Kenny Galladay, another guy who's really good for the Lions. So his offense is going to put up points, and they're going to be in a lot of games. I just don't know if, you know, the games that they're in, if they pull through and win them. Uh, I do think they finished third in the NFC North, and I'm thinking, like, probably seven and nine. Uh, they missed the playoffs. Obviously, you know, under 500, although I guess that's not obvious. Uh, but I just – I see them being better this year. Obviously, Matthew Stafford is also the big question mark, right? He's a great quarterback. He's going to stay healthy. He's really had health problems the last few years. Uh, and, you know, kind of in, in November last year, they went through that period where they were playing the backup. Um, but I do think if Matthew Stafford can stay healthy, this team's going to be a really tough team to play. It's going to be one of those teams that you look at, you're playing the Lions, you're like, oh, crap, like – this could be a tough game this week. Uh, definitely is for me as a Packers fan. Every every year, the two games they play, I'm always worried. Uh, but like I said, Lions, probably 7-9 this year I'll lean towards. Yeah, so for me, I, I like I said, I like the Lions. Um, I think Stafford has a big year this year. And offensively, I think they take a step up. And defensively, they just need to, you know, um, stop the big play from happening, stay in football games. Get, let Matt Stafford have a chance, you know, to march down the field for them and, and win some football games near the end, in, you know, the fourth quarter, you know, and I, I think they'll be okay. Um, the running back room is interesting to me. I don't know what they're going to do. Apparently, Kerryon Johnson is at the forefront. Uh, DeAndre Swift's been battling with some injuries in camp. Obviously, AP comes in as a veteran presence. He's going to get some work. So, you know, if one of these guys can, uh, you know, stand out from the rest – I think that's a pretty good sign that that person's pretty good at running the football. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, whoever it comes down to, I think it's going to be a good running back for them. I think they have options, which is probably for the first time they've had three legitimate options at running back um, that can both run the football and go out and catch it. Not so much AP anymore, but, you know, carry on and both DeAndre Swift can go out, catch passes, even play in the slot a little bit. So that'll be important for this football team. And then under the radar, you know, fantasy-wise, I think TJ Hawkinson yeah, the giant step up this year. Last year, he had the drop sees a little bit. You know, he was a rookie. I think this year, there's no sophomore slump for him. I think he's one of those sophomore tight ends that really turns his career around immediately. Um, we knew how talented he was going to be when he came out of college, and I think he shows it this year. So I'm excited about the Detroit Lions offense. They're going to stay in a lot of football games. I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. Ooh, so you're a little you're you're got them being average this year, you know, but the offense doing really well and winning those tight games, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I'm also ready for them to disappoint me, but <laughs> I, mean, I think I think they have the talent to be an eight and eight football team, and that's where I'm going to have them. I don't know what the over under is, but I didn't see. Yeah, whatever it is, I would take the over. You know, probably by half a game. You know, obviously, but. 
I think I would take the over and just take the shot on him. You know, I think that the odds would be in your favor in the, in that case. Um, all right, let's move on to another tough team, the Minnesota Vikings, who are probably your arch nemesis. Oh yeah, uh, right now they are. Besides the uh, uh, Niners. Um, <laughs> so yeah, last year eighth in points for they were tied in fifth points against with the Steelers as far as their defense goes. Um, yeah, they were a good football team last year, and uh, I think they're going to be a good football team again this year. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let you, you know, talk about the Vikings. What do you think? Are they going to be better than your Green Bay Packers this year or what? So this is partially Packers fan. Partially, I think it's true. I think they're the most overhyped team in the NFL currently. Uh, Kirk Cousins, what has he done? You know? What is he, you know, you went up against the 49ers last year in the playoffs and lost. You know, Kirk Cousins is a guy who's going to, who could get it done in, you know, the regular season, but he's just nothing. Like, this team's not going to win the Super Bowl this year. This team might not even, you know, they'd probably make the playoffs, but I don't see them being, you know, a Super Bowl contender at all. Uh, Stephon Diggs is gone. He was one of their top receivers last year. Adam Thielen, now it's easy, you know. Adam Thielen, oh, let's double team, just like the Packers get with Devontae Adams, right? Uh, but I don't see the only problem with uh, the Vikings. I don't see an, another guy who's going to take those targets like, uh, you know, like the Packers have with Alan Lazard, right? Dalvin Cook, I think he's a great running back. Can he stay healthy? He's missed, he's missed some time the last, you know, without his first two years in the NFL. You know, some serious, some just a few games. Um, but, this de- I mean, the defense will be loaded. Defense will keep them in a lot of games, you know, adding the Nagok- Nagakwe. Big, big-time talent, right? Got them for nothing. Uh, I, I just think they're over. Like people have them winning the division. People have them going like thirteen and three, going twelve and four, having this big year. I just don't see it. You know, I I just don't see the Vikings. You know, I have them eight and eight, nine and seven. I don't see them. You know, <laughs> getting you know losing less than five games this year. It just I just don't see it. Yeah. So. I like the Vikings roster. Um, I'm not completely enamored with it as, you know, a lot of people are saying that they're one of the, you know, top three or four teams in football. I don't think they are. I think they're a top 10 team in football probably. And I think that would be a fair argument. Um, But I do think the loss of Stefan Diggs does affect them regardless Mm -hmm. of his rapport with Kirk Cousins. He was super talented. Um, And there was games where he just dominated and, they don't, I don't think they're going to have a number two receiver that's going to be like that. I think Thielen will get his, right? He'll get his targets. He'll get his yards. But I don't know if he's going to get his touchdowns. I don't know if he's going to break out for 180 yards, you know? Um, mm-hmm. They don't have a big play guy. And, it, you know, they drafted Justin Jefferson. We'll see. You know, I, you know he was good at LSU. Um, but is he a number two wide receiver in the NFC North as a rookie? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know yet. Um, and then Ola BC, uh, Johnson is his name. I believe he's there. He's obviously not that good because can barely pronounce his name. Um, and then I, I do like Irv Smith, who's technically their backup tight end, but they're going to have him lining up out wide this season for a lot of their formations. And he's super talented as a pass catcher, terrible blocker, apparently, um, so, uh, you know, he, it's interesting. I don't know who their second weapon's going to be. And are they going to be as good as Stefan Diggs? And to me, the answer is no. So, oh, no. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't love their offense. And I do think Dalvin Cook's great. And I think Kirk Cousins, good. Um, but, you know, for all my notes, I always have a, you know, one thing that's a question mark. And for me, it's Dalvin Cook health slash Kirk Cousin big games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, we don't know if he's going to play well in big games this year because he really hasn't. He hasn't done that well. And then Dalvin Cook, he's not has not stayed healthy for a full year yet. throughout his career. So what's that to say that he's going to be healthy for 16 or 17 games this year? It's just, you would take the odds that he is going to get hurt. You would take the odds 100% of the time that he's going to miss two weeks this year. Mm -hmm. You know, guaranteed. I mean, so for me, you know, with with the talent of their defense, which I do think is elite, um, and then question marks on offense, yeah, I think they're probably a playoff team. Um, And I have them at 10 and 6. But to say that they're you know, Super Bowl contenders. I'm not sure. I th- I think they can win a playoff game, or you know, maybe one or two playoff games, possibly. Um, but to put them in the Super Bowl, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I have them at ten and six for regular season. I think they get to the playoffs, and um, I think they do okay in the playoffs. But uh, they're not going all the way this year. Um, you know, just just too many question marks on offense for me. Yeah, and like like you said before, the receivers, you know, the number two receiver, who's it going to be? Justin Jefferson is a guy you would think is going to be in there. But as of last week, he was running second-team reps. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a guy you expect, and he's running second-team a week before game week. <sighs> Come on. This team is not legit. Uh, you know, their defense is good, but their offense, like you said, too many question marks. I just don't get the hype. And I think a lot of it has to do with the Packers. You know, the hype that the Packers just aren't good this year, uh, that the Vikings are just going to run away with this division, and it's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to agree, and that, that's going to lead us to the Packers, man. And you can go all in here. Um, last year they were 15th points for, 19th points against. Uh, obviously made it to that uh, that game against the 49ers. <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk uh, about that. We don't want to remind you of, but um, – <laughs> You know, they were a great football team last year, 13-3. and um, You know, won, won playoff games, had a shot at the Super Bowl, obviously, you know, missed. But, um, you know, to say that the Packers have taken a giant step back is, is ludicrous. Um, and that's, that's just my opinion. And then, obviously, you're going to have your hot take right here. You know, what, what's, what's, what's that hot take on the Packers, man? What do you got for me? Look, the fact, the, the fact that people think the Packers are going to be – take a step back this year after being 13 and three. Sure. That might take a little step back, maybe 12 and four, maybe 11 to five. This team's going to win the division. Uh, and that's just me as not only as a Packers fan, but as a guy who, you know, watches the NFC North a lot, like this, these, this team's going to win the division. Uh, Aaron Jones is a stud. I mean, he's one of the, in my opinion, a probably top seven running back in the NFL. Uh, but this year, I mean, he was one of the top, I think he might've been the top running back last year. And they think he's going to take a step back? No. This defense is legit, right? So Darius Smith, Preston Smith, they just added Christian Kirksey, who I've heard nothing but good things coming out of camp. And, you know, Rashawn Gary is still there. He's going to get a lot more time this year. Uh, they drafted A.J. Dillon, obviously. He's going to – I have a feeling he'll take over a lot for, uh, you know, for Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams is gone by the end of the year. Uh, and A.J. Dillon is – I don't know if you watched him at all at Boston College, but he's a stud. He's going to run hard. He's the perfect guy you want on this team, especially for third down plays, right? 
And then you might even see Aaron Jones out a receiver a few times, you know, a game because uh, he can catch the ball. Um, you know, a lot of the story this offseason has been Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, what's going on? What's so this? What's that? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jordan Love's the, right now the third quarterback on the depth chart. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to be the guy. And honestly, I'm expecting a big season out of him. I think he's so pissed off um, that he wants to win. You know, especially not only because they drafted Jordan Love, but I think because of last year being so close, obviously, in the NFC Championship and getting blown out um, that he, you know, they're there, um, right? Obviously, they added Devin Fuentes as a free agent. He's not going to play this year. So who's your wide receiver number two? It's Alan Lazard, right? Behind Devontae Adams, it's Alan Lazard. Had a great year last year as a guy who's an undrafted rookie. Uh, uh, you know, I think – he has a bigger year this year. Aaron Rodgers loves him. He's talked nothing but great things about him. Uh, but another guy, and we were kind of big on him his rookie year, is Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. You know, had a great rookie year, but really took a step back last year. He was awful. Uh, but if he can be anything like he was his rookie year, this team is going to be good, uh, you know, passing the ball. Because th- these are three legit receivers, especially Marquez Valdez-Scantlin with the deep ball. Now tall he is. He's a really tough matchup for a lot of cornerbacks. Uh, the real question is, is tight end. Who's it going to be, right? I believe they're going with Lance Kendricks uh, to start the season. Uh, but you're going to see probably Jay Sternberger, the guy, you know, tight end out of Texas A&M, who was hurt last year but got a little time towards the end. But I expect you to see him towards the end. And obviously they drafted Josh Joshua DeGoria out of Cincinnati, you know, tight end. I've heard nothing but good things, too. Maybe you see him, too, uh, at some points this year. But the tight end is going to be – look, it's going to be a major upgrade from uh, what they had – or not not Lance Kendricks, I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? Mercedes Lewis. Um, but the tight end is going to be a major upgrade, whoever plays, you know, compared to Jimmy Graham. Because God, God bless Jimmy Graham. Didn't work out, and he's just god-awful. Good luck, Bears. Um, and the defense, Jair Alexander, one of the top cornerbacks in the league – Darnell Savage at safety, you know, Kevin, uh, what's his name? God, why can't I remember his name? <sighs> Whatever. Uh, the cornerbacks are really, yeah, I can't remember. His, oh, Kevin King. That's who it Kevin is. King. Yeah, I can't remember his name for some reason. Uh, he's a stud. Kenny Clark obviously just got a huge contract. He's a pole sucker in the defensive line. He's going to get after guys. I mean, this team is going to be good. Expect a lot of blitzes, a lot of, a lot of matchups. Right, this team's—they're going to get a lot. When they won the Super Bowl back in 2010, uh, this team got a lot of takeaways, and I'm expecting a lot of that this year with the defense and the offense. I just think it's going to put up points. I, I don't get why they're you know just like oh the Packers suck, oh this and that, oh Jordan Love who's going to take over by the end of the year. This you know I don't get it. Aaron Rodgers still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Uh, maybe not top five, but he's definitely up there, right? And I expect him to have a big season too. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to throw the ball 40 times anymore because they have a running back, right? They have a good defense. I, Like I said, 12-4, and four, I think this year they win the division. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see them in the NFC Championship game again. All right. I also have them at 12-4. and four. Um, And, I mean, you made, obviously, just great points. And you discussed every aspect of their team. Um, and yeah, tight ends, tight ends going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, 
Jimmy Graham was miserable, so oh, you know it's awful. Yeah. I mean, if their tight end, whoever's tight end catches three balls for forty yards, that's way better than what Jimmy Graham would do. Um, and then you know the the question mark is definitely at receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Is you know Lazard like, yeah, he he did some good things for them, but can he be consistent week in week out as a number two receiver? That's yet to be answered. Um, and then you know MVS has so much talent i don't know what happened last year um <clears throat> i just don't so we'll see if his talent can you know he can play to his talent and that would be huge for the packers because i think at running back i mean they're loaded with aaron jones jamal williams and aj Dillon, who they got from boston college i think they're loaded at running back you know with aaron jones being an absolute stud um he's he, he's gonna have another great year i have a, i have a, just a big feeling about that and then Aaron Rodgers, I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I was never worried about Jordan Love. I mean, oh, yeah, you got to be stupid to worry about Jordan Love. I mean, come on. They drafted Jordan Love because he's super talented. And I mean, he played really well at uh, Utah State, which is not an easy thing to do, um, you know, because of the lack of weapons that go there. And he made players, you know, respectable at least. And he's their quarterback of the future. But Aaron Rodgers is still here, man. You know, he's. He's still the guy. It's like when the Patriots, whenever they drafted a quarterback, you knew they weren't ever going to play. It was just, you know, he'll be our quarterback eventually. And then Tom Brady kept playing and kept playing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's going to be the same thing with the Packers. They drafted Jordan Love, but Aaron Rodgers is going to keep playing, keep playing. Jordan Love's going to be like, yo, get me out of here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even slightly worried about it. Um, and, yeah, this defense, they're ball hawks. They're going to be all over the field this year. Um, and I think they dominate. I think they dominate that side of the football this year. Like I said, I have the Packers at twelve and four, making a, a solid playoff run this year. So I'm looking forward to watching the Green Bay Packers play football. Yeah, and just kind of going back to the receivers, we didn't even talk about Equinamia St. Brown, a guy yep, his rookie year. About him. Yeah, a guy his rookie year who was a really reliable um, option for Aaron Rodgers. It was hurt all last year, so it kind of took him away. But he's back, you know, and he's another guy kind of like Alan Lazard who Rodgers has a lot of trust in. And when Rodgers has a lot of trust in you to run a route or, you know, get off your route and scramble when he's scrambling, you're going to get the ball and you better catch it. Something that Geronimo Allison, who is now off the Packers, but uh, is that was really good for for a few years is, look, if you're open and Rodgers is scrambling, you're going to get the ball. You better catch it. And if you catch the ball, you're going to get more. That's exactly what Alan Lazard did last year, and I expect him to do the same thing this year, and I hope the other guys can do it too. And, like, it's sad that we're talking about three guys who, you know, are a receiver that, you know, are basically in their third year, right? All three of them, I think, are in their third year in the NFL. But Devontae Adams still there, right? He's going to get his, obviously, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't get the hate on him either, kind of like we talked about with Keenan Allen, right? We don't, I don't get the hate on Keenan Allen. He's one of the top receivers in the game. Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the game, uh, right? He gets off the line quick. He makes, he's got these extraordinary moves. He catches everything. Like, he's going to get his, and he's being underplayed a lot this year, too. This whole team is just like, oh, it's a Packers. Who knows? You know, they're probably not going to be good. They won't be 13 and three. Okay, they won't be 13 and three. They'll be 12 and four and get to the MC Championship game. Okay, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, man. Um, I mean, Devontae Adams is going to be a beast. Yeah, can't, can't wait to watch him run routes. It's it's amazing. All right, so that concludes uh, AFC North 
NFC North to recap quickly. Uh, NFC North, we, we've we agreed upon Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. In the NFC North, we've agreed upon Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, um, with the Steelers being real close to the Ravens, but not surpassing them. So some good stuff. Um, we agreed on a lot of points, which I think we did last year too. We pretty much agreed on everything between these two divisions where mm-hmm. we were just like, you know, we, we know what's good. Um, you know, I feel like when we discuss the uh, Southern divisions, we'll have a lot of hot takes because some of these teams are, you know, they got a bunch of new players and things like that. So that'll be interesting. And then the East, obviously, um, you know, with the, you know, the Eagles there and the Cowboys and, you know, where they're going to be. So those will be a little bit more interesting. This is a little bit more chalk um, in regards to, to takes. But, um, you know, Dom and I aren't leaving the Packers side. So uh, when, when they go 12 and four, you can refer back to that. <laughs> just say, yeah, just, just know I'm, while I am a big Packers fan, I do speak the truth on them, just like I'll do with the Yankees and whoever else, Seton Hall or whatever. Uh, if they suck, they suck. And I'll admit it and I'll tell you everything bad. But when they're good, I'll make sure you know it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that concludes, uh, you know, this rundown of the AFC NFC North. Um, tomorrow prior to the Thursday night football game, we will be doing DraftKings plays for the first time of the year. Mm. Week one plays, man. I, I can't wait. I, I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Go. Tomorrow's a loaded football day for us. And, uh, this week is loaded in general. Um, want to remind you to visit jogermag.com, the home of the underdog. Follow us on Twitter at play sneaky. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a doozy. Um, this year we'll be we'll be doing threads for the DraftKings plays. We'll remind you guys on tomorrow's podcast as well. And uh, can't wait to see what this NFL season has in store. See you later. Mm-hmm.